0: Hi, welcome to this BDSM podcast, and it's one of our first with a Canadian guest. And you'll be hearing from Meryl Wheeler, who's at the University of Calgary, where she's in the acute knee injury clinic, and she's plays the role of what's called a non-physician expert, which she'll explain to us. And she's trained as athletic therapist. And the purpose of the clinic is to accelerate and improve the care of patients who have acute knee injuries, because this is a particular problem in Canada where there's a long waiting list seeing orthopedic surgeons. Meryl, thanks a ton for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you, my pleasure.
0: Why don't you just tell me, um, just ex- you know, explain the, the concept of the clinic for me. Uh,
1: so uh, the Acute knee Injury Clinic uh, is a self-referral clinic so it's geared towards patients who have acutely injured their knee within the past six weeks. Um, they do not need to seek care from a, another healthcare practitioner in order to seek our services. So it's an online uh, self-referral system. So they go online, they complete a set of uh, forms. There's a screening questionnaire and a diagnostic questionnaire that it's completed. Uh, the non-physician experts that work in the clinic they um, basically review and triage those forms, uh, make sure that the uh, person's referral is acceptable, that they do fall within our criteria and uh, once once we're happy with that, then we send them uh, an email, and basically, within that email, uh, it provides them a link to continue on um, to come see us. And that link basically po- directly populates the um, their medical record in our um, in our medical record system. So they then complete a patient history and consent form, and that's essentially accepting them into the clinic and uh once they're completed once those consent and history forms are completed a an appointment date and time automatically pops up for them so everything we do is is online so it's um it's quite new and it works really really well including our follow-up appointments. When we do see a patient in the knee clinic and we need to see them back, we um, we just set in their medical record, if we want to see them back in three weeks, we set that and the patient logs on, um, and they'll be able to see our appointment date and time has already been set for them. So that's basically the way the clinic works. Um, As far as the criteria, we do see um, patients that have injured their knee in an acute traumatic way in the past six weeks, they have to be over the age of 14. Um, we don't accept WCB workers compensation or motor vehicle accident patients or um, patients that have a, a long history of of knee injuries that um, you know that sort of have that generic knee pain that's that's always been there but not from an acute traumatic event within a 6 week time period. And that's basically our criteria. How
0: long have you been going now, Meryl?
1: We started in 2008 as a pilot project, and uh, we've pretty much been running full bore now And um, since 2009. we, uh, When we started with Alberta Health Services, uh, as far as under that funding model, our goal was to see 1,800 new patients. Last year, we were uh, just a little over 2,000 patients. And um, you mentioned the MRIs, and and that is the goal is to try to um, reduce the use of of MRIs for diagnosing knee injuries that can be diagnosed from a clinical standpoint. And uh, I think on average, um, our MRI utilization rate is between 10 to 12%. And we have very specific guidelines, too, as to when we think an MRI would be indicated for a particular patient.
0: And can you share some of those?
1: Um if we suspect a um that a, a person has a multi ligament injury, so typically um more than uh if if they have three ligaments that have been damaged um and we're concerned about the posterior lateral corner of the knee, then we would typically order an mRI uh, fractures if if and ideally we're not seeing those but um if they do come in and are on x ray or an osteochondral injury uh then we'll order an mRI um, and then sometimes there's the times when the patient's history and their physical exam just do not match up. Um, then uh, and if we can't sort out the injury in a reasonable b- amount of time, then we would order an MRI in that case. And uh, I guess the other one would be um, locked versus stiff knees if if we're unable to. Again, from a clinical standpoint, sort out whether that person has a locked knee due to a big meniscal tear or a stump of the ACL, um, then in, in, and it's not declaring itself well, then we will um, order an MRI for those
0: cases. And, Merrill, can you take me through the patient journey? Who do they see? And just walk me through the process and how long it takes.
1: Ideally, time of when the patient goes online to the time when we see them, it does range and it, it really is, um, seasonal. So right now with ski season, we're seeing people about a week and a half. Uh, in the summer, that, that usually decreases a fair bit and we're typically seeing people uh, within a week or under a week time period. When they come in, they're initially evaluated and assessed by a non-physician expert. And so that person um, goes through the full uh, clinical exam assessment of that person's knee injury, of the patient's knee injury. If they haven't had x-rays, and there's an indication to do an x-ray on them as well, we would uh, x-ray them here in the clinic. Uh, we would typically, at that point, uh, talk to the patient about what their knee injury is afterwards. So uh, if they have an ACL tear, for example, we'd go through um, the injury itself, the anatomy of it, and make sure that they're aware of what that means and what their options would be. Um, and what their management plan would be. And then we'll, uh, the non-physician expert would then um, leave the room and chat with the um, sport medicine physician that is working with them in the clinic and review that patient case with them. We'd review the x-rays at that point as well with the uh, sport medicine physician. And then the sport medicine physician, uh, we'd have all the documentation, any rehab notes, anything ready uh to go at that point and the sport medicine physician would just uh go into the room and um basically confirm the diagnosis and uh answer any further questions the patient may have that we haven't answered already.
0: And how long does that all take?
1: Um typically we're with a new patient for about 15 minutes and then the um the uh Medicine physician may be in there. Uh, Sort of varies on the patient and the case, but uh, I would say on average probably between five to seven minutes.
0: And you're a non physician expert. Tell us your training and how you've gotten to the job.
1: Mm -hmm. So um, I'm an athletic therapist by profession, and uh, when uh, Dr. Matadi was creating this vision of this acute knee injury clinic he had wanted to hire athletic therapists uh, to work, um, and he coined the term non-physician expert in a, in a non-physician expert role. So um, the curriculum that uh, we did in 2008 um, was sort of the, the pilot curriculum as well. And it was a three-month program, uh, which included uh theory knowledge sessions, and then clinical sessions. And I think there was 10 theory sessions, and we ended up being in the clinic with a variety of sport medicine physicians, surgeons as well um, for 17 um, clinical sessions. We did a pre- and post-test OSCE. Um, So uh, prior to the curriculum, we did the pre-test, and then after we finished the curriculum in all of our clinical sessions, we did a post-test, and we were... um, uh, sort of compared uh, against emergency room physician. There was a physician about to take his uh, sport medicine exams, and then there was a sport medicine physician. And so we was um, we basically had, were compared against um, our pre scores and, and how successful the curriculum was. But we are also compared um, on an expert level with the um, physicians that also did the the post-exam
0: with us. So then when you're in a the clinic, there are two of you seeing patients. So How many patients would you go through in a clinic, and how many does the sport physician see?
1: Um, so we always typically book 10 new patients uh, per clinic, and um, then we have follow-ups as well in that clinic, and we typically see, on average, about 10 follow-ups. So we're seeing 20 patients per clinic. Uh, we currently run um, typically five to six half-day clinics a week now. Um, so, the physician sees all of the patients, and we see all so there 's two non physician experts so I guess basically the non, if there 's twenty patients each non physician expert uh, typically would see half uh, but the physician does go in and see everybody um, but that 's why their the efficiency is that really we 're doing the the main component of the physical exam and the physician is, is really going in there for uh, confirmation and to answer any questions that weren't able to be answered for whatever reason. Um, and so their their portion of it really is, um, you know, like I said, on average probably about five minutes, whereas we're in there, you know, about, about 15, maybe 20 minutes at most.
0: And Meryl, what's the sort of output of the clinic? Like of the 10 new patients, How many would go to surgery on average and how many go to other places and tell us where they go?
1: I would say whether they're surgical or not, everybody the management plan for the vast majority of the patients is um, some form of rehabilitation, so physiotherapy, athletic therapy, whatever the case may be, but some form of of strength and stability rehab. We do see a lot of uh, ACL-deficient knees in an acute sense, but not everybody will end up having surgery. It really depends on their circumstances, their lifestyle and whatnot. Um, It would be more than half. I guess if you had 10 ACL deficient people, I would probably say you know, seven out of those 10 people would likely end up having surgery.
0: And then just the pathway to get to the surgery. I know in Canada, there's traditionally long waits to get to the surgeon, you haven't mentioned that. So what happens if someone does want and need surgery after they've been in your clinic?
1: Mhm. So it's it's not a surgical clinic, so that's a, that is a bit of a misconception that some people do have is that when they um see us that it's a fast track for surgery if that's warranted, but um we really don't have any control once we refer them to a surgeon, we don't have any control over how that the surgeon will triage them. So on average the wait time in Alberta for an ACL reconstruction is is probably about 8 8 to 12 months um some surgeons will see some patients quicker but again that that sort of once we send off that referral we don't have much involvement on that side of things if we're referring somebody on an urgent basis to for a uh, a locked knee for example then the assumption is uh, for the standard of care is that they should be seen on an urgent basis and have have surgery done um ideally within you know 2 to 4 weeks kind of thing okay
0: and one quick one um What's the wait list for an MRI in Alberta if someone needs a message, like a knee MRI or a shoulder MRI?
1: Um, well, it kind of varies. You know, it's interesting because we've had some patients that have come to us already and their family physician hasn't ordered an MRI and they have it, you know, they were able to get in within two to three weeks, which is almost unheard of, <laughs> um, whereas we have other people that um, they're waiting, you know, six six to eight months or longer to have their MRI through the public system. So there seems to be a bit of variety but on average I would say the wait time is definitely fairly lengthy for in the public system.
0: Great okay Well, we've done a lovely summary of this novel clinic and do you know if there are plans to expand it throughout the province or um, is there been interest from other provinces?
1: Uh that side of things I don't really know. That would be more of a Nick question. Uh you know, there was the goal uh at one time of expanding more in rurally, so outside of the U of C and, and taking it into some of the rural communities around Alberta. But as far as other provinces, I don't I don't know about that.
0: Sure. Maybe that'll happen after the speech podcast has spread the word widely across Canada. No, thanks, Merrill. Thanks for your time to explain that clinic to us today.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: And thanks for joining the BJSM podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BJSM underscore BMJ. We've got the free app that you can download on Android or iPhones and we look forward to having you join us for other podcasts. Have an active day.